the world with LinkedIn. One show at a time. Join your fearless leaders as they reveal insider secrets, chat with other LinkedIn gurus, and answer your LinkedIn questions. For those about to get LinkedIn, we salute you. This is your chance to get inspired and use LinkedIn to help you rock the world too. Now, it's time to crank it up to 11. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for the LinkedIn Rockstars! unbelievable show this is a worldly show a show where we we go across the pond to find the experts of the world and Ian Cleary our good friend Ian Cleary is on the call Ian runs and created Razor Social and we met Ian at a show but Ian, I've known you for a long time before the show hadn't I yeah I think uh, it's probably about I'd say three years now uh, Mike yeah I think we met each other on LinkedIn about three years ago I would say yeah, you know, those are social media years, right? Kind of like uh, like dog years. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I know, I know. It's a since a really long time away, you know. So, I think, I think, I may have reached out to you because I've probably seen your super impressive profile, and I thought he's a guy I want to know. Well, you know, I look at everyone who looks at me, and I would have said the same thing about you, Ian. And that all of a sudden, we're at New Media Expo, kind of the uh, former blog world, and. Gosh, you know what? That, that, that voice sounded like I should, I should listen over there. And it was you. <laughs> yeah, it was, it's always so nice to meet. I mean, I love networking online, but it, you have to get out of your, your, the office. And I'm stuck in Ireland, so I need to hop on a plane and get to the States. But there's nothing better than meeting a person and sitting down, having a drink, having a chat, you know. You know, we knew we'd be having a beer together because you're from. Go ahead. I'm Irish. <laughs> Michael Patrick O'Neill here too. <laughs> and uh, you know, in 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 the Twin Cities here, there's a Guinness bar now that just serves Guinness. They may have some other things behind the behind the shelf, but they've got their you know fancy Guinness, and they've got new Guinness Blonde. Have you heard of it? I haven't heard of that one. No, no. It, it kind of seems like it's made for the U.S. It's sort of like a Stella. No, I have uh, That's yeah. That does. I mean, I don't think in Ireland we do a blonde Guinness. <laughs> now, well, you know, we're, we're kind of advanced here. Maybe, maybe blonde Guinness will make its way there, just like all these other things are making their way there. <laughs> true, true. Yeah, you never know. Well, Ian, you're the tools expert, and, and I, I follow the, the things that you send, and, my, and, and the, the new things that you uncover all the time are probably the tip of the iceberg with tools, because there's a never, never-ending supply of either new tools or newly redeveloped tools or new applications. I think of you as Mr. Tools, and I, I think you've done a tremendous job in finding a niche for yourself. And how, how did you kind of stake out that territory, say, you know what, I'm going to be the tools guy? Yeah, I suppose my, my background is in technology, and then I was involved in social media and the training side to it. And I wanted to build a presence internationally. So I looked at all the key influencers, and that's probably one of the reasons I reached out to you, Mike, because I was 
looking at the key influencers in the industry and as I recall you were on a Forbes top 50 list so you were on my hit list and really what I looked to see is what people were experts at, you know what were the areas of experts for people and you, you know you were LinkedIn somebody else was social media strategy somebody else was Pinterest and I found that the tools content was quite popular across each site but nobody focused on it so uh, it made perfect sense to me because I had a very strong technology background with about 15 years in software companies with the social media knowledge. I had a, an advantage over a lot of people because I had good, strong technical skills and good social media skills. So that's why I, I launched the site and then I started getting on a plane, going to meet the likes of yourself to build relationships with the key influencers in the industry so they knew you know, this is not just an Irish guy sitting in the play. Uh, you know, an office in Dublin. This guy's going to be on the circuit. He's going to be speaking at events. You know, he's going to be part of that network. Wow, there, there must have been some quick aha moment or something that kind of that kind of turned you. Call it the fork in the road or the the hammer that hits you across the head. That kind of moved you into thinking I could make a business out of this instead of having it, you know, be something I like to do. What? But what, what, was there something there? Well, you see, I suppose my, I was initially looking to develop uh, products. And to develop products, I needed an audience for the products. And that's why in the U.S. was where I, I, I build the audience. And, yeah, initially from the blog, I didn't really have a clear revenue path. Uh, so I thought I was going to build an audience, build my network. And then for my network, then I would look to see what I would do, whether with that site or with something else. As it happens, there's a, a big demand for the online training side of things and with a focus on the, the technical side of social media and the tool side of things. So we started delivering training in that and, and, and that's selling very well. We, we will still consider developing a software product. I have an itch to develop that software product, but at the moment the, the training side of things is going very well. You know, we've had a lot of really interesting people on the show that, that are the, the founders and CEOs of many of these technology companies. I could just go down the list. There's been dozens and dozens. We're at 200 shows now, so you could kind of picture that. And what I've heard in a number of cases there is I needed a tool that did this. I didn't find it, so I made it for myself, and I found out that other people needed it too. So now I'm the, now, I, now, now we have Kite Desk. Or now we have, you know, you you name name the program. We've got Nimble now, or or uh, you know, there we have a tool for us that we've we've turned into a a production product. And uh, wow, that that right timing of everything kind of comes together for them. What 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 kind of tool would be the cool tool that nobody's making today? What, where's the gap in tools? It's an interesting question, but, but I, I don't have a real answer because from a social media perspective, you know, there's such a broad range of tools in that area that there's it's hard to find total innovation. I mean, the ideal tool would be a tool that does everything for you for social media. So it manages all your social media channels and does all your finds your content and schedules and everything. But there isn't one tool that does everything, so yet you you end up well you, you buy an expensive tool that does a lot plus you add on a couple more tools so the ideal tool is for somebody to is to do it all for them but there just isn't that ideal tool out there so me coming up with the perfect solution requires 
a massive product because people want support across all the different platforms. It's so complicated, uh, so you can't deliver, you know, a component that's unique that you know is uh, is only for Facebook. But people really want support for all the platforms, so it's it's difficult. Well, I, I I've been stewing on one that I've been waiting for, and and I think you kind of hit on it. I first of all. Cross-platform seems to be where 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 people are. You know, LinkedIn used to be the only thing you really needed to know because you know Facebook was for people in college, and 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 Twitter was something that was really weird. Or Google was pushing orcuts, and and the world was a frankly a, a simpler place. You could get your arms around it. Well, Ian, I think one of the most unmet needs out there that I hear as the rumbling from the people on the street for me is. They want a universal inbox. So if I were to say I sent you a, mo a message or did you get my note or something without much specificity to it, where would you look? It'd be kind of, uh, that's a real open-ended question. Where would you look, especially you know me, where would you look for me? Well, okay, so knew you, I know you'd probably go to LinkedIn. You'd probably send a message, click the message button on LinkedIn. And that would get back to my email, so I would check it on Gmail, but it'd be a LinkedIn message, you know. But like you said, it's like a message. You could be sending a message, send a message on Facebook just as easily, or a a direct message on Twitter, or a an update on Instagram, or a message right here in the in the Skype window. I use Skype as a as a tool, as you and I do. You go down that that list. There's probably if we added in. Um, uh, likes and comments and replies and other things. Pretty soon, we're we've got about twenty potential places where there should be could be some sort of a a communication that happens. And I believe we need a tool that handles all of that. And and you know maybe I'm praying for rain where rain isn't going to happen. But I think we're onto something there. And and in in general, the uh, the the inbox problem is the problem that I see not being solved right now and I think it's going to take APIs and some people kind of awakening to the greater good principle here until we see that and you know we're out of time here on our first first segment we're gonna to have to go play a little rock and roll come on back and kind of explore what's going on with Ian Cleary here in 2015. Brasco bring on some music here we'll come back with Ian Cleary here in just a moment More from Rock the World with LinkedIn when we return. InternetMarketingNinjas.com is the online dojo of the highly trained and skilled Internet Marketing Ninjas. Disavow documents, reconsideration requests, Panda and Penguin penalties. Let our superior SEO ninjas confront all of your link-related issues. The Internet Marketing Ninjas are equipped to master any marketing exercise, content creation, authorship, link building, PPC, and more. Plus, build more buzz for your brand with our social media marketing strategy. Discover all that the Internet Marketing Ninjas can do for you. Visit the online dojo now at internetmarketingninjas.com. 
When you started your business, you first listened to your professors. Now that your business is growing and gaining ground, you only seek out professionals. PPC Professionals, an industry leader for highly optimized search marketing campaigns with over 30 years of combined management experience. Our professional approach to every campaign helps you find every avenue of revenue so that you can not only stay ahead of your competitors, but get a return on your investment and increase your bottom line. PPC Professionals, personal, professional, PPC services. PPCProfessionals.com. Looking for a better way to get more traffic and interaction to your Facebook page? Imagine Facebook interactivity on your page like you've never seen. Introducing your new Facebook marketing fix, So Social, the new and revolutionary way to easily manage and automate your Facebook contest and sweepstakes. Create a fun, easy-to-win contest by writing a simple Facebook post. Watch your post go more viral and generate loads of interaction. Track your traffic and generate email lists with ease. So Social is mobile-friendly and complies with Facebook terms of service. Let So Social give your Facebook page some flash today. Zoom over to zosocial.com. Introducing Rumble, the smart mobile management system, the first end-to-end mobile platform where you can make real-time app modifications from a point-and-click dashboard. Want to change the design of your app? Point-click, and it's live in real-time. Want to change the ad map of your app? Point-click, and it's live in real-time. Want to change the content mix of your app? Point-click, and it's live in real-time. Power your mobile business with Rumble. Are you ready to rumble? Visit www.rumble.me. Rock the World with LinkedIn continues only on webmasterradio.fm. Hey, we're back with Rock the World with LinkedIn. We were talking about tools and the kind of unmet needs and the kind of met needs out there. It's what I kind of want to talk about here a little bit. Ian comes to the U.S. handful of times a year, and he comes and speaks about hot tools and all. So first of all, why don't you tell us where you're going to be in 2015 here, so maybe people can kind of catch up with you, and then let's discuss Razor Social and tools and get a little bit into your mind, can we? Sure, absolutely, absolutely love to. Um, I'm going to uh, San Diego in February, and I'm going to a traffic and conversion conference. Now, that's not what I'm speaking at. I'm going there to learn, just to keep on developing the skills, and also network with a whole new group of people. And then in March, I'm back to San Diego again. I'm speaking at Social Media Marketing World, which is probably the biggest social media conference, uh, and it's a fantastic conference in San Diego. I know I'm speaking at Content Marketing World in Ohio in September as well. And uh, there's a couple of other events that I'm, I'm negotiating at the moment about speaking at, but there are the two events booked so far next year, you know, one, well, three events, one I'm attending and two I'm speaking at. You bring up an interesting thing. When, when, you, when you speak at an event, you're on, you're on stage for oh, maybe an hour, right? Yeah. And then you're in the audience for how many more hours and how many more days, right? You're there to learn, but you're only on stage for an hour. That's what I love about conferences is I, gosh, I, come, I, I go with an 8.5 by 11 notepad and it's full by the time I come home. Well, that's it. I, I love. I mean, I love connecting with people that I've interacted with online. So before I go to an event, I'll reach out to a, a large group of people that I want to connect with and make sure that I'm meeting with them. 
And what I do is sometimes I don't go to many of the sessions if there's a virtual pass. So in social media marketing world, I'll get all the recordings of the sessions. So what I'll focus on is networking and meeting people at it. And then when I come back, I'll, I'll go through all the virtual sessions because I, I just I have a huge appetite for meeting people and building relationships and building partnerships. So it's sitting around the table and having a, a chat or lunch with people or a drink with people just help, helps really helps develop the relationship. Because I'm based in Ireland, I don't get as often as I want the opportunity to meet people. So I, I, it's a, there are long days and evenings meeting a lot of people and then watching the event afterwards. Well, you bring up a really great point, and that is, you know, learning can happen there, which is great. You learn there, and you get to see the instructors and all, and, and all. There, there's a, you know, there's a, a really nice, you know, element to seeing rather than just listening. But that's far overshadowed by the people that you meet and the doors that you open. Frankly, with your big fat smile, Ian, you're always smiling. <laughs> What's your secret for the lobby for the lobby bar? You're sort of the expert of of uh, uh, toasting one with somebody. Do you have some secrets for the quote lobby bar experience at a conference? What's a lobby bar? <laughs> Meet me at the bar after the show. <laughs> I mean, I I just I, I try as much as possible to help people, and when I when I'm chatting in conversation, I'm not really focused on work conversation. I don't go, "Hi, Mike." I want to know about your business. You know, I want to know about Mike the person. I, I want to know about your background, what you're interested in. I want to talk about music because I know there's a strong interest in music, and and that that helps. Once you focus on that, that helps build a relationship, and then you can talk about business. Well, you did bring up music, and and I happen to know that uh, you're quite the dancer. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if I'd say that. I I really love dancing. That doesn't mean to say I'm any good at it. <laughs> so, so what's what's dance music like where where, where you're at and, and in your your environment? Because you do get out a little bit, don't you? Yeah, I, well, I I love dance music. You know, it's uh, I, I you know it's music with a good strong beat because I just it, it just I love the energy of it. So myself and my wife would often go out to a, a nightclub where we go for a few drinks and just dance for hours. Just the two of us. So, yeah, I have a passion for that. You know, a little bit of funny story. I did take up uh, break dancing for about six months, and it was really because I, I always wanted to do some break dancing, and I loved the fitness side of it. So uh, it was. Uh, I lo- I loved doing that. I think I'll go back break dancing again at some stage. You know, I would have never, ever pictured that. I never thought we would have a show. Where the subject of break dancing would come on. <laughs> well, that's that's the whole thing about these shows. You don't know what's going to happen. There have been quite a few surprises. That's that that definitely has me going in that direction. Huh? Hey, I'd I'd like to know what you think some of the most useful tools are for someone who's got a LinkedIn-centric social media life. I mean, or they kind of say, if I had to pick one or, or tattoo something on my forehead, it would be LinkedIn. But you know, I need some tools to help me with LinkedIn. What, what might you kind of take us down in terms of a path there? Yeah, I mean, there isn't too many tools for LinkedIn, and the thing about it, what you have to be careful of, the tools facilitate you automatically sending content to LinkedIn and. You need to be careful with the likes of groups that you're not just, you know, sending random content. 
But to give an example of a tool, uh, Octopost, O-K-T-O-P-O-S-T, is a good tool for managing and schedule content, and it allows you to post to LinkedIn and allows you to post to groups. Now, what I really like about Octopost is that it also tracks everything that's posted to groups. So you can see, well, is there any interaction on your content? Do people like the content? So you can see what groups are working for you and not working for you. So it doesn't encourage you just to, you know, spam groups with links, but even generating conversations on LinkedIn through the groups. At least you can you look at a report and see, is this working for me or not? So I do like, you know, Octopost as a tool, specifically when you're using a lot from the LinkedIn point of view. Now, it does support other channels like Twitter and Facebook, but there's very strong support from LinkedIn point of view. Well, what I've discovered with a lot of these uh, put here, posts many places, is is they use this least common denominator effect, and the posts don't look as good where you go because they were put in externally, and where you might get a, a, a picture appearing if you put it in yourself, you get a link or there's no picture or something sort of looks not as good as it could as if you went natively there and typed it in, so to say. And I can well, kind of tell when something's been done everywhere. What, yeah. what are your thoughts on that? Well, no, I, I'd agree. I mean, uh, the difference with Octopost is they started off as a LinkedIn tool and then added support on Twitter and Facebook. So a couple of years ago, their support for Twitter and Facebook wouldn't be as good as other tools. Now they've developed that further. But LinkedIn was their core tool they started with. Whereas other tools, a lot of other tools, may start with Facebook and Twitter and have a lot of functionality in that. And then LinkedIn is an add-on, and they haven't spent as much time on LinkedIn. But I know, for example, Octopost have really good support, so provide really good imagery, so you, you know, you're posting really good content from it. Um, with regard to um, uh, some of these tools that post um, t- to many places out there, they work. They work across multiple accounts, don't they? Can you? Uh, you know, I know in Twitter, it's easy to post to multiple accounts. Is there a tool that will post in a in a LinkedIn environment to? I wouldn't say uh, multiple accounts. It can log in here to, for 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 Lori Ruff, and the tool can log in here for Mike O'Neill, and can log in here for Ian Cleary. Or is it? Is there one LinkedIn account that that, that it's it, it's it's pulling from or pushing to? An interesting question. I actually don't know with Octopost. I know you can do a personal account and a company account, but whether you can do multiple company accounts, I'm not sure of, actually. An interesting question. I'd be surprised if they don't support it because they have a lot of big clients who would have you know, multiple accounts. So I'm pretty sure it does support it. You can kind of see where you'd have an admin who might be posting for the team. Yeah, oh, there. absolutely, yeah. Yeah. Down there, um, I'll tell you one of the one of the big uh, big puddles you can step in in the LinkedIn world, and I have stepped in it myself. So I'm I'm feeling feel a sword going through me here, is to post content to multiple groups on LinkedIn, only to find out that different groups have different rules. And it was okay over here, and it was okay over there, and someone took great exception to that post over here because it's not allowed to, you know, for example, maybe it's not allowed to point to an external link in that group, but the other groups do because the group rules vary. And um, I guess I guess you learn your lesson and then you kind of readjust and you say, you know, I just I'm just not going to post it to that group this time. Um, have you have you seen any sort of consequences there or any got any advice there for when you're kind of going into the LinkedIn group multi post? Well the thing about really what you need to do is 
join the group you know don't automatically post that group and start you know adding content yourself and getting to know people within the group and as you get to know people within the group then when you start automating a little bit not going overboard you know you'll know what the rules are so then you can pick off the groups and well say here's the five groups I can use an external tool for because I know these five all have the same conditions but you would need to you know interact first of all on the group yourself personally and that's useful anyway just to to network get to know people because like you said as some groups are extremely strict and some are very laid back and the ones that are very strict are probably ones that you may want to be part of because they're the ones that have there that you know there's less spamming involved and there's less people just sending links and there's more conversation so they could be better groups to be involved in so you don't want to get barred from them groups by just randomly sending content externally yeah i know we we run four groups here ian and and when someone oh. joins a group and then starts posting right away i i take uh, i take note of that i'll just i'll yeah. just that. we'll just take note of that and sometimes you know sometimes they do a really great job at it but you should get a little more accustomed you should lurk a little bit like you describe and i like your idea of you know a handful of groups or so because you you just can't do that with 50 groups and we join different groups for different reasons sometimes it's for building our network other times it's for engaging with content i i get it you're not you're not going to get great engagement if you join 50 groups and on a daily basis then you just you know dump links into all 50 groups you know you're better off with five good groups and you know really work with them and do some automation with the five groups after you've built a relationship and you know what's acceptable and unacceptable and still using automation you're still sending in good content beautiful Ian well we should have a longer show for you what it'll be is just uh, another show we'll pick you up again uh, uh, maybe later this year after you've been to some of these wonderful shows you can kind of report back at the really cool stuff you picked up and share with us what the hot new trends are maybe maybe later here in 2015 Ian uh, thanks for being on the show I know our audience is going to want to get a hold of you why don't you tell them the best way to do that thanks Mike um, and it's been great being on your show um, razorsocial.com is the best place www.razorsocial.com uh, and uh, or on Twitter at Ian Cleary or if you search Ian Cleary on LinkedIn you, you'll find me as well I'm sure we have a really great newsletter and it comes to you which is kind of nice it, we always want to say oh yeah I'm going to go there I'm going to go there but it's nice when there comes to you yeah and it's, an, it's an awesome newsletter that you do and your website's really tight and sweet buddy really really thank, nice thank you very much so uh, I guess that's our show for today this has been Rock the World with LinkedIn on Webmaster Radio FM. If uh, you like, you can listen to our archives. RockTheWorldRadio.com will get you to where the archives are to listen to oh, 200 or so shows that we've done so far. So listen every Monday. We're Monday on your drive home for some people. When you get home for others, as you're packing to go, still for some others. We try to be in that nice period where you've got a really good time to listen to the show. Lori Ruff is sorry she couldn't be on the show. She did come by to say hi to Ian beforehand, but Lori is stretched very thin. She's off gallivanting all around the country most of the time, so uh, she calls in when she can, and she certainly wanted to say hi to you, Ian. I, I love Lori. <laughs> right, well, hey, rock on, everyone. Thank you for listening to Rock the World with LinkedIn. 
More from Rock the World with LinkedIn when we return. Whether you are an online business or domain name investor, you need access to the best names. With over 270 million domains already registered, finding the right names at the best price requires a great wingman. Namejet.com puts you in the pilot seat by giving you fast and unparalleled access to some of the best premium and expired domain names on earth. As the number one domain name auction platform, Namejet.com is the best place to find domains for your business or investment. So light the afterburners to the domain name aftermarket and fly over to Namejet.com at mock speed to get great domains today. Namejet.com. Hey, this is Danny Sullivan to talk to you about Bruce Clay Incorporated. They've made Inc. Magazine's list of growing private businesses and have exhibited and sponsored at my conferences since the very beginning. You've seen their search engine relationship chart or you've read their SEO code of ethics, seen other SEO experts, but did you know they can help you with PBC, web analytics, web design, marketing strategy, promotion, and branding? Yep, get everything you need for success in the online marketplace. You can check it out from the professionals at Bruce Clay Incorporated. For over 10 years with offices worldwide, they've got the answers you need. Check them out today at BruceClay.com. All-Inclusive Marketing is the luxurious five-star resort of digital marketing. Welcome to All-Inclusive Marketing. Engage with All-Inclusive Marketing's award-winning strategists to ramp up your online profitability and brand exposure, driving new customer acquisitions, increased sales, and stronger buyer retention. Another mojito, please? All-Inclusive Marketing's full-service digital and performance marketing accommodates every brand, specializing in retail, travel, and software as a service. What a great room. The A in All-Inclusive Marketing means award-winning leadership, excellence and results, as well as an A rating by the Better Business Bureau. For reach, engagement, and conversion, it's all-inclusive marketing. Reserve a free consultation today at allinclusivemarketing.com slash radio. Rock the World with LinkedIn continues only on webmasterradio.fm. Hey, welcome back. It's Lori Ruff, your favorite LinkedIn diva here with our expert segment on Rock the World with LinkedIn. And we have again for February, Mitchell Levy, who is a thought leader architect and the instigator behind the AHA Amplifier. Mitchell Levy, welcome back. Uh, great to be here. Thanks, Lori. Thanks. Yeah, I really enjoyed your expert segment last week. And did you have an amazing Valentine's Day? <laughs> Valentine's Day is absolutely fabulous because um, I do what you recommend, and that is I make sure that my wife is my biggest advocate, and I have to you, you have to do the right stuff to make sure that you're appreciating your spouse. It's important. Nice. Well, I think that that's great, and I keep trying to call it Thanksgiving, but I'm I'm going to get away from that. I I seem to do it every year. I've got this blank. I'm thankful for Valentine's Day. That's what I'm I'm just going to go with. Well, you know, we talked about interviewing and things, and and our audience heard last week that you have the Thought Leader Life interview series um, on on Hangouts ThoughtLeaderLife.com, and I'm your guest host this this month, which is kind of fun, and. Um, and and brought up to me that hey we should have Mitchell on the radio show we haven't actually had you on the show yet this is our our audience's first exposure to you but I started thinking about the difference between durable and trending content and you know a lot of bloggers are constantly out there a lot of content producers are constantly out there trying to create the next create the next create the next 
Um, but, you know, some of what helps you get off the wheel is creating durable content that you can reuse and repurpose. And you do a brilliant job with that. So talk to me about the difference between trending and durable and how to um, kind of balance one with the other. Oh, absolutely. You know, trending is, is relatively easy. There's a lot of social listening tools and you just you, you figure out what's going on and you just add your two cents. Uh, you know, Valentine's Day is a great trend. Uh, Super Bowl Sunday is a great trend. So you just, uh, you know, in uh, in March, there's the National Women in, in, in Business Day. You know, in May, there's the National Small Business Month, right? There are things that you trend on and jump on top of. It's sort of the being able to, to be able to grab a topic and move forward. I am a big fan of durable content, of the type of content where – your audience, your advocates, the people who are looking to solve a problem end up finding you and they're going to find you in a number of different ways, whether it's a podcast, you know, audio or video or tweet or Facebook messages or LinkedIn or a blog post. And what's fascinating is what many people don't do is they don't take advantage of the fact that if you create a good piece of content, you could repurpose it in a multiple different areas. So if you just want to see one episode or one way to do that, if you go to thoughtleaderlife.com, we have a tab called Blueprint. And if you look at the Blueprint, it'll show you one piece of content, a video interview, is then turned into uh, a video in a couple of locations, an audio, a blog post, and a set of aha messages that then turn into a social media-enabled aha book on the aha amplifier. And so it's, it's a number of pieces of content that come from a very focused and singular activity. And it's very easy for other people to do that as well, and that's important. You know, I, I just had an epiphany, and, and I know you're a thought leader architect, and then you talk about the blueprint, and I know you've got a thought leader blueprint, too, which is cool, and I hadn't ever really, it, I guess it just seemed so natural to me that, of course, you would have blueprints, but I, I just realized the, the thing there, and that sort of comes <laughs> back to then the consistency of your content. What do you talk about, and what are the things that your audience loves to hear? So can you give people ideas, maybe a couple quick ideas on the kinds of things they might be a thought leader around or, or how they might decide what some of their topics of interest would be? Oh, if, if you're talking about other people, the, one of the important areas, let me give you another place to go. Go to thinkaha.com. I have a tab called Thought Leadership. And one of the, the tab has both a thought leadership funnel, but also the thought leadership definition. And if you look at the thought leadership definition, it'll, it'll help you figure out you know, the two by two on the definition is audience by content. And so a thought leader is a recognized go-to expert in both the, the, the vertical they're going after, the vertical content, as well as the geographical area they're going after. And so if you want to be a thought leader, you have to be the recognized go-to expert in that area. So you want to define enough content. You want to define it narrow enough so it's something that you could achieve. Great. And so that, that that's sort of my quick quick answer to that. That that's cool. Thank you so much for having such a quick answer. And and I, I tell people where to find you, but thoughtleaderlife.com seems to be the the place to go, um, particularly for today's episode. Uh, I, I like it. Well, Thought Leader Life, or type in Mitchell Levy in Google, and you'll find lots of me. 
<laughs> I love it. My, Mitchell Levy. Are there any other Mitchell Levy's in the world or don't we know? Because you just completely uh, absorbed the state. Oh, no. There, there actually are many. Uh, there was recently a, a doctor was getting primary news because of a major health scare, uh, which oh, he was involved gosh. with. But, um, yeah, there, there are no other Lori Ruffs in the world either, except for the one who had um, assumed a false identity, married into the name Ruff, and then died. And then her husband found out that she had assumed an identity before he ever met her, which is you know, I had I've, I've had my friends take all full advantage of me on that one. It's been kind of fun. But this is Rock the World with LinkedIn, not the not the Google show. And we are out of time. So pick us up Mondays at five o'clock Eastern. Listen to us live on webmasterradio.fm. That's two o'clock Pacific or subscribe to us on Stitcher um, at rocktheworldradio.com. You can also pick us up on iTunes. Love it if you'd leave a review. As always, let me know you left a review and I will send you a cool gift and we've got a brand new one for 2015. So Mitchell Levy with Thought Leader Life, thank you again for being on Rock the World with LinkedIn. My pleasure. Thanks for having me, Lori. You're welcome. Take us away, Brasco. Give us some really good music. This has been a presentation of WebmasterRadio.fm, the world's largest business-to-business radio and podcast network. We welcome you to sample past episodes of this program, as well as our complete library of programs, on demand or on the air via our 24-7 live audio stream at www.WebmasterRadio.fm. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited.